that time of the month. And no, 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 not that one. It is Keep Up with Stove Insane. Welcome to episode nine. This is the last one of the month until our bonus pop quiz episode. Where, like I said, we give a little tidbits to the guests and they and I ask them questions based on the episodes that we had done previously. So Mac, if you're listening out there, be ready. I'm ready to redeem my fucking self. I'm ready. And I'm ready to put the world in my pocket. What the fuck did I just watch? Ironic that the voice is my brother, and my brother actually put me onto the show. It's called Turn. Washington Spies. It lasted for four seasons. And it's another one. It's another one I slept on. Uh, Jamie Bell plays Abraham Woodhull. And it is during the Revolutionary War. After 1776, a lot of people don't know that we were, we just claimed our independence. We didn't necessarily just have it handed to us. So a lot was going down, and Washington was heavily relying on spies. And one of them, I don't know if he's real or not, but his name was Sam Culper, and his real name was Abraham Woodhull. So his alias was Sam Culper, and the British uh, Army, the King's Army, just didn't know. Just wasn't really up on that scheme. Um, it also had, uh, so it was a really, it's a really interesting story. Uh, his brother Thomas dies, and his uh, he has to um, leave his actual fiance Anna Strong, and get married to the person that his brother was supposed to get married to, and take on the kid that they had, and it's crazy. So the father sets that up. He's a magistrate. He's a judge in the in the area. And they all live in a, in a colony run by the Redcoats, and that's the British. So he's a cabbage farmer, and he's struggling. But um, he's struggling so hard, and on top of that, they're, they're not really being that nice. He was going to be allegiant to the British, but they were fucking with him. They fucked with his crops. They fucked with all types of shit, so he ends up uh, you know, still being blackmailed into becoming a spy. For the Continental Army, and that is the Blue Coats, aka America, the side that you're living on because we won. But um, the only thing that really bothered me about this show, it was amazing uh, th- through and through. Like I said, each season was really, really cool. It had me on the edge of my seat. I love period pieces, big fan, and they did a really good job with the set design, special effects too. I didn't feel like there was any letdown whenever they went from sequence to like boats and stuff like that. They, they put some money into it whenever they were in the water. Um, I used to see the show called The Tudors and they did a terrible job of that. I thought I was watching a Windows 95 screensaver. Didn't feel like that this time. And speaking of Black History Month, it was kind of fucked up at the end because it, it really happened this way. Um, when George Washington, uh, when we won the war against the British, the Revolutionary War, um, Jamie Bell does a really good job saying, well, the real war hadn't started yet. It, uh, the real war was between ourselves. And obviously, that was the Civil War. One of the biggest civil wars in all time. Even though there are civil wars that are still going on today, ours was pretty bad. And um, so, 
Washington had ordered in Canada and in anywhere else the British had their property. When the Constitution was made, African Americans, just like women, and it's really funny because John Adams' wife pleaded with him to include women as equals, and he fucked that up, just like any husband would. Um, so women, unfortunately, have to go through that as well, being a quarter or property. And uh, they had to go to Nova Scotia, which is Canada, and they and they had to bring back the slaves back to America as property. Now, there's this one character on the show. Her name is Abigail. And um, she is sent to Canada by the British because, you know, there was slavery in America. America did not get rid of slavery before the British did, which is really funny. You know, England was, was known for putting their fucking foot in places they need to be and trying to conquer too much, trying to expand too much. But they were they were savvy enough to know that slavery was no good. It was done. When America went on for hundreds of years later, and even more after it was abolished, another hundred years, and still tried to inflict pain on one race and try to make one race supreme. So that's that's what I got from this show. It was really awesome, but like when it ended with that and it showed, even though it was only kind of a blip, it was very powerful. Very powerful. It didn't matter what um, what happened in the show. The inevitable was going to happen, and slavery was going to happen, no matter what feel good moments you had in the show. So it was really dope. You should definitely check it out. Check it out. It's on AMC. Um, it's on Netflix right now. So turn Washington spies. I'm all over it. The fuck did I just hear? Oh boy. So. Another Super Bowl moment. Um, this time for someone that wasn't on any of the Super Bowl teams. His name is Edwin Jackson. He's a linebacker for the Colts. And here we go. He uh, he was ran over and killed by an illegal immigrant. Now, you know that you know, immigration has always been a hot topic. And it's even hotter today because the Cheeto man says so. And conservatives, they love border control, even though most of them came through illegal immigration. Most of this country is based off illegal immigration. So it's really funny when you make it in. And even other immigrants. I've talked to other immigrants, and they're like, no, you should, uh, they should be able to, you know, uh, come in legally like we were. And then, I'm not even going to lie, some of these people be lying to me, telling me that they came in legally, whatever. I'm for illegal immigration. I don't give a shit. I don't think it makes a difference whether you come from another country or you're from here. If you commit a crime, you're a criminal. It doesn't matter what country you come from. If you're an awesome person, another thing. doesn't matter what country you come from. That's awesome. And he wants, and Trump wants this, uh, the administration, they want a merit-based system. They want to get rid of the lottery. He's out of his mind. But anyway, so situations like this, you pray don't happen because, like I said, he uses it to politicize something that... He's trying to use DACA, the uh, Dreamers Act, as a consolation or a bribing piece. I'm not going to lie. I used to be like Trump. And I used to be like other conservatives. When I was in high school and I was less educated, I used to be like, you know, go back to your country if you want to, like, rep it so much. People that wore the flag often. People that spoke their native language. I was very, very xenophobic. And I'm very happy that I have a more global approach to things because I would get my ass kicked a lot more. And to be honest, anybody that's 
racist, who's xenophobic, deserves to get the ass kicked. I don't care. We're in 2018. I know, uh, I know it's pretty cruel, but you know what? The opposite was happening for a long time. People getting lynched and shit like that. I think people can handle getting the shit rocked for being racist every once in a while. But like I said, Edwin Jackson, he's the pawn. He's the pawn in all this, and it's a way to uh, come at dreamers. It's a way to build a wall. By the way, I have been to San Diego, and it's it's a pathetic excuse for a wall. I'm not gonna lie, there is a wall already, but it's like very spaced out. There's very there's a lot of in between, and you can just walk right in. And even if you did build a wall, didn't El Chavo go through a tunnel? Like, how many times are you gonna go through? The, like, come on, man. And if you're gonna build a wall, why are you not racist? Why are you so racist? You don't want to build a wall to Canada. What do you think people I have people that I know that are coming here illegally from Canada and most of these motherfuckers come by you know he's out of his mind but anyway not trying to politicize this show but on his tweet he called uh, it disgraceful now let's uh, let's go to Twitter and let's find uh, who the last shooters were in the last uh, few years. While he's been in office, well, no, actually, no, over the last few years. The Las Vegas shooter was white and American. The Sandy Hook shooter was white and American. The Charleston Church shooter was white and American. By the way, that was classified as a hate crime. Aurora movie theater shooter, the one that shot up the Batman movie. He was a white American with very weird hair. The Texas Church shooter a white American. Columbine shooters, white Americans. Do you get it now? It's easier to understand. Again, it doesn't matter what country you come from. If you're committing crimes, you're a criminal. And that dude that got deported twice, I'm pretty sure Obama deported him. Did he make it back? We do need to work on that. I'm not gonna lie. If you get deported for being some dumbass and committing crimes, yes, we do need to do a better job of keeping that motherfucker out. But do you honestly think a wall's gonna do it? I don't think so. What the fuck did I just see? Where's the way? They're getting out of your little girl, you get to me. I just put an eight in a little Versace my clothes, a widow white horse, snorting three lines like a deed. A black girl rolling out Molly. Got a white bitch snoring up snow. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, now you know. Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner have made a baby named Stormzy. Stormy. Stormzy is a British rapper. Stormy, as if she is an app. But who could blame her? Her role models named a child Chicago. Who, who am I to say, man? Things are changing nowadays. People name them who the fuck they want. But... What my problem is, is that you pretended you were impregnant for a very, very long time and your greedy ass kept all the footage so that they could watch it on your show. That is some next level shit right there. I can only imagine, I can only imagine my sister or a relative in my family faking a pregnancy and then showing a video about it later. And I know the family was up on it. They're always up on it. They, they were there for Lamar's crackhead epidemic. They were there for all the moments that we thought that they weren't. 
but then yet we see it on the E Network sometime later. Ryan Seacrest, you're a genius. Kim Kardashian, so are you. Feed off all this viral shit. God damn. I wish people paid attention to me, they paid attention to God. Woo! Like I said, man, Travis Scott, ooh, whoa. He is, this is the same dude. I went to go see a concert and this guy was on a mechanical fucking falcon. And now this guy has a baby named Stormy. Stormy. Dark and stormy. Light and stormy. Light and sweet. What the fuck did he just say? Word. What the fuck did he just say? So I watched, um, and I forgot to include this one, damn it. I saw The Darkest Hour. The Darkest Hour is with Gary Oldman, another Me Too reject. Um, and he's dated a lot of celebrities, by the way. But, um, so, on to a real celebrity, an A-lister. Gary Oldman played uh, Lieutenant Gordon in the recent Batman uh, with Christopher Nolan. Not the recent, sorry, the one before with Christopher Nolan. Played a decent job with him and shit like that. But, uh, and he's an esteemed actor. Uh, true romance. He's, he's pretty, pretty good resume. And now it's even better because he is an Academy Award uh, nominee for playing Winston Churchill in The Darkest Hour. Now, ironically, Dunkirk, again, Christopher Nolan, um, which he did not direct The Darkest Hour, but Dunk, but, uh, the Darkest Hour is about Dunkirk. They talk about Dunkirk a lot, so it's really funny because Dunkirk is the is the perspective of the soldiers from France, from Canada, from America, from other countries that were going against the axis of evil. Um, Britain, obviously, and then you have the Darkest Hour, which is the perspective of the uh, Parliament and the people within Britain. So I thought it was really cool. And the quote that um, really got to me was, Would you stop interrupting me while I'm interrupting you? Yeah. Don't you think that that's everybody? That's why That's why I said something. I mean, that's why I grabbed it and put it on this show. Because there are way too many people who do that. They'll interrupt you. And then if you interrupt them... They get upset at you. They'd be like, why are you interrupting me? But you didn't let me get my point across. So why the fuck should I let you get your point across? I am petty like that. You know, if you know, this is, if it took you nine episodes to realize how petty I am, you should shoot yourself. But anyway, that's how it goes for people. People are just so selfish in what they want to say. They, they come out with their own podcast. But me personally, um, I had this recommendation from an old uh, HR rep of mine, and uh, she put me onto The Crown, and The Crown is a dope, dope show. Claire Foy, awesome, awesome, awesome show. It is uh, showing the life and times of Queen Elizabeth II and her relationship with Prince Philip, and not so much on the kids yet, like Prince Charles and... You know, his kids like Harry and all that. But they do focus on Edmund and King George. And uh, it's really awesome. It's a really awesome show. And the reason why I mention it is because John Lithgow is better. Sorry. I know that Gary Oldman is uh, the favorite, actually, to win the Male Actor Award for the Academy Awards. But if John Lithgow had been in that movie, 
he would have easily got it because to be honest his role as as uh, and they're different Winston Churchills the Winston Churchill that John Lithgow plays is the one that's kind of like uh, deteriorated over time and even though Winston Churchill's old when he becomes prime minister the first time he has more of a vigor to him he has more of life in his fingers and more and people have more respect for what he has to say so it's a different dynamic and I, the darkest hour is really good though really good and like i said it complements it, it accompanies the dunkirk movie so i don't know if they were in cahoots or something like that but they ironically came out in the same year in pretty much about the same point in history world war ii and uh, it's a really good movie really good movie it's a little dry it's definitely not as action-packed as dunkirk but i definitely think you'll enjoy it so and, and don't interrupt people while they're interrupting you you know how rude that is but i want to thank you my audience my small audience that will grow bigger one day hopefully well, you know i looked down my pants and say the same thing too but um like i said this is keep up with still been saying uh i'm on all types of social media platforms instagram i do my dopest twitter you can catch me saying some foul and offensive shit Anywhere you want to go, man. Anywhere you want to go. Tumblr, I put up a lot of dick pics. That's really what you want to see. Sometimes I go spread eagle. But, um, so, pop quiz, once again, will be redeemed. It will be a better pop quiz. I have a shitload of topics to discuss. The guest will be a mystery. You'll know when I know, actually, because I'm still trying to book that. And that will be out next month, the beginning of next, I mean, sorry, the end of this month end of February so the beginning of the month is the four episodes of keep up the original episodes right now you're up to episode nine and episode 10 which is a bonus episode is the pop quiz so keep tuned for that and like I said I want you to shut the fuck up I want you to listen up and I want you to keep up it's still been saying howdy homies <laughs>